Chapter 13 of Nettie and Becky Stubtail. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Nettie and Becky Stubtail by Howard R. Garris. Chapter 13 Nettie and Wuzzy Fuzzy Tail. Come, children, it's time to get up called Mrs. Stubtail, the bear lady, as she stood at the foot of the stairs of the cave house on the side of the green hill one morning. Come, Nettie! Come, Becky! Up out of their beds in the soft brown autumn leaves jumped Nettie and Becky. Oh, is that the professor man going to make us do our trick of seesaw on the elephant's back? cried Becky, rubbing her eyes. Or maybe it's George, the tame bear, calling us said Nettie. Then he and his sister looked at each other, and they both laughed. Why, we're our own home, exclaimed Becky, looking around. So we are, and not in the circus barn at all, added Nettie, as he noticed his own room in the cave. Then he and his sister laughed again, jumped into their little bear suits, and slid down the stair rail to breakfast. Well, isn't it good to be home again? asked Mrs. Stubtail as she put more corn griddle cakes on the stove to cook. Indeed it is, said Becky, and I guess you didn't get any nice sweet maple syrup honey like this when you ran away from home to go with the professor man and George the trick bear, now did you? asked Aunt Piffy, the fat old lady bear. Indeed we didn't, exclaimed Becky as she took another cake. And when you called us to breakfast just now, Mama, we thought we were back at the barn again, with all the circus animals. Well, what are we going to do today? asked Nettie as he pushed back his chair. And just as he did it, Uncle Wigwag, the old gentleman bear, who was always playing tricks on the animal children, tipped Nettie over backwards. Oh, my! cried the bear boy. <laughs> Don't be frightened! called Uncle Wigwag with a laugh. I'm not going to let you fall! And with that, he caught Nettie, chair and all, up in his big paws and gave him a big bear hug. He was so glad to see his little nephew back home again. Well, I know what I'm going to do today, said Becky. I'm going to give my doll, Marianne Pudgingstick Clothespin, a nice bath and put a clean dress on her. For you see, the rubber doll had got rather mussed up traveling around through the woods. I know what you're both going to do, said Mrs. Stubtail with a smile. You are both going to school. You have missed enough lessons as it is running off the way you did. I'll not punish you, although you did give us a bad fright, but you really must go back to school. Oh, dear, exclaimed Nettie, scratching his nose with his claws. That's what I say, spoke Becky. You see, she and Nettie had been out of school nearly a week now, and it was rather hard to go back again. But they were pretty good little bear children. Not too goody-goody, you know, but good enough. And so they went to school. And something happened soon after they reached their classes. Nettie talked in school. You see, the way it was, Joey Cat leaned over and asked him, where have you been all this while? And Nettie answered back, Oh, in a circus. 
I'll tell you all about it at recess. The teacher heard them whispering and kept both the little bear boy and the kitten chap in after school. Joey Cat got out first because he finished his punish lesson sooner than Nettie. And when Nettie Stubtail finally got out of school, there was none of the other animals to be seen. Everyone, from Sammy Littletail the rabbit to Jimmy Wibblewobble the duck, and Jackie and Peter Bow Wow the puppy dog boys, all had run off to play. Well, said Nettie, I guess I'll have to go home alone. Never mind, maybe I'll have an adventure. An adventure, you know, is something that happens, like when you drop your candy penny down the crack in the boardwalk. Well, Nettie was walking along through the woods and wishing he could find a lollipop or maybe some honey cakes, when all of a sudden he heard a little crying voice down under a pile of leaves. And it was such a sad, baby sort of crying voice that Nettie was not at all frightened. He just looked around to see who it was, thinking perhaps it might be Jilly Longtail, the little mousy girl. But instead, he saw a big tail sticking out from under the leaves. And when Nettie had poked them away with his paw, he saw it was only Wuzzy Fuzzy Tail, the tiny fox boy. Oh, hello, Wuzzy, cried Nettie. What are you doing here? I'm lost, sobbed Wuzzy Fuzzy Tail. I'm lost, and I don't know where my home is. Oh. oh, never mind that. Don't cry, said Nettie. I'll take you home. Why'd you hide under the leaves? Well, said Wuzzy, when I heard you coming along through the woods, I didn't know who it was. I thought maybe it was a bad bear, so I hid under the leaves. Oh, boo-hoo. Don't cry, said Nettie again. I'll take care of you. Oh, boo-hoo, still sobbed Wuzzy. Don't say boo-hoo, spoke Nettie. Just say it backwards for a change. Say hoo-boo. Maybe that will make you stop crying. Hoo-boo, said Wuzzy Fuzzytail, the little fox boy. And surely enough, when he said that, he stopped crying at once. Then Nettie took the paw of the little fox boy in his own big one, and away they went through the woods together, towards the hollow log where Wuzzy lived with his papa and his mama. I'm awfully glad you found me, Nettie, said Wuzzy Fuzzytail to the bear boy. I wish I could do you a favor for being so kind to me. Oh, that's all right, said Nettie, sort of careless-like. Maybe you can, some day. Well, they were going along through the woods, when all of a sudden they saw right in front of them the bad, old, skillery scalery alligator. Aha! cried the unpleasant creature with the hump nose. At last I have you, Nettie Stumptail, and a little fox too. Better and better. Well, I'll take the bear first, and the fox boy afterwards. And with that, he grabbed Nettie. Oh, dear, cried the bear boy. Now I'm caught. This comes of being kept in after school. He tried to get away from the alligator, but could not, and he felt very sad. Poor little Wuzzy did not know what to do. 
so he just stood there shivering and wondering who would take him home in case the alligator carried Nettie away. But foxes are very smart, even when they are very small, and Wuzzy was a bright little chap. So when he saw the alligator taking Nettie away, Wuzzy said to himself, I wonder if I can help him. He helped me, so it's only fair that I should help him. What can I do? He thought a minute, and then he said, Aha! I have it! I'll bite the alligator's tail! He will be so surprised that he will give a jump, and then maybe Nettie can get away! So, going softly up behind the alligator, who did not see him, Wuzzy nipped the alligator on the little end of his tail, and Wuzzy Fuzzy Tail had very sharp teeth, let me tell you, as all foxes have. He gave the gator a good, hard nip. Ouch! Wow! Horse cars and mustard seeds! cried the alligator as he jumped around so suddenly to see who was biting him that he let go of Nettie. Now's your chance, Nettie! Run! cried Wuzzy. And how Nettie did run! Wuzzy ran after him, and soon they were so far away that the alligator could not catch them. Then Nettie took Wuzzy home, and Mrs. Fuzzytail thanked the bear boy very much, and gave him a piece of cake. Then Nettie went home himself, and he didn't whisper in school any more that day. So that's all to this story. And tomorrow night, if the pole parrot doesn't call the poodle dog funny names, and bite a hole in the firecracker, I'll tell you all about Becky making a doll's dress. End of chapter 13 Recording by Ryan Carrero